0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Fastgate Rewatch, and it's season three, episode six, Eat Me. But it's our 50th episode. Woo! Woo! Hey, episode 50 of the podcast, and which also means it is our one year anniversary. Yes. I didn't, I should have got some. That uh, one. Yeah, we should have. Should have got some party poppers, some, uh, yeah. I, we we can just edit it in post. You'll never know. The magic of editing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, but uh, we are back. I am Cartwell Hats, and Red Nightmare is joining me as always. I'm hungry. Yes. Yeah, we're hungry for more episodes of Farscape.
1: Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm hungry for.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, as, as I said, uh, uh, the episode is called Eat Me. And I did say that uh, this was called one of the more controversial episodes uh in Farscape's history.
1: Is it weird that I don't get why?
0: We'll talk about it and we might discuss that uh, towards the end of uh, the podcast today but uh, I, I have some ideas. Okay. So we start out let's I mean let's just dive into it we start out in media res basically. Yes. Uh which is we start out with Crichton, Dargo, Jewel, and Chiana are in a badly damaged transport pod.
1: Which apparently Joule wrecked because when Chiana looked away briefly, Joule got behind the controls.
0: Uh don't let Joule drive. No. <laughs> so the oh. oxygen is running out, the things are broken and they're like Oh look, no, there's It's like that's not Moya, that's another Leviathan.
1: With a control collar.
0: And they're freaking out, because, oh god, no, that control collar, that means peacekeepers. We can't go down there, you know, we're going to get captured. Dargo is very adamant of, like, I don't want to be caught by peacekeepers again.
1: John's like, look, it's either that or we choke up here in space.
0: Okay, fine.
1: Oh no, Dargo is like, that would be better than being captured and tortured and killed by the peacekeepers.
0: (laughs) Yes, Dargo, yes. (laughs) fantastic. No. Mm. Well, they head down there anyway, because they really have no other option. And they dock and step out and as they look around inside this new leviathan we notice that immediately notice that things are different from moya cuz the lighting is very dark and moody and there's blue lights and just a little bit different set dressing things strewn all over the place
1: this place is basically a dump
0: yeah and they're looking around and it's actually very tense and creepy there's some like the music actually reflects that there was actually, I listened to the DVD commentary with which has the composer, Guy Gross, talking about it. And said, so, you know, he used atonal music and, like, euphoniums and trumpets and just, you know, to try and keep things uh, <laughs> creepy and suspenseful. It worked. Yeah, definitely. And they're looking around, and then something jumps on Dargo. Yeah, and there's this big panic. It's like, oh, oh, oh. And imagine to shoot it off, and it turns out it looks like a man. And Dargo looks at and says, You know what? I, this place is. It's, I forget the exact word. It's like, It's bad voodoo. We shouldn't yeah. have come here. I think he said <laughs> it's bad
1: voodoo.
0: Yeah, something like that.
1: <laughs> voodoo, voodoo, something like that. We it's shouldn't, not, not voodoo, but voodoo.
0: Yeah, we shouldn't have come here. But, you know, they had no choice. So the thing is, the pod is basically kaput. They need. Uh, what they say is they need 3k wiring and nerium coils to get yes. it working, and love so, game. <laughs> so like, look, okay, we're here. This is spare parts. We go get the spare parts. We put them in the pod, and then we leave. That's all we got to is- do. Simple. This is a Leviathan.
1: Yeah, spare parts. All spare parts we need.
0: Just like, can we just take it out the transport pod?
1: No, we checked that. That's the first thing we thought of. They're all no. gone.
0: And so, time to go on a scavenger hunt.
1: I <laughs> love the line that Gianna says that. Anybody who could get out is long gone.
0: So they all head off, but John says to uh, Chiana, it's like, no, 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 you stay here and keep an eye on Jewel. And Chiana's like, not no, no, really? really? And Chiana's like, no, if I stay with her, I'm going to end up killing her. And John's just like, whatever, just stay. <laughs> like, wow, okay, we really don't care about Jewel, do we? Ah. Yeah. All right. So, Dargo and John go off uh, through the Leviathan. And, you know, the lighting, not only is it dark, it's also like blue tones and very deep shadows and very, like, beams of light coming in from another corridor. It's like, it's really creepy. And they're walking around. And Dargo's like, oh, no, wait, look, bones. And then it pans down to some uh, hand bones on the floor. And uh-huh. I immediately thought, he's dead, Jim. <laughs> well, he is, but. Oh, yeah. It's, it's bones. That's. Well, um... God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That took me a moment. Victory is mine. The uh, uh, Doctor
1: from the original Star Trek series was named yeah, Bones. For
0: those of you keeping Scora. Um, yes. Uh... <laughs> Helping everybody who had. <laughs> anyway. So He's they... taking just as long as I am. <laughs> So, okay, they fight, they see some bones, they, they're sebation, uh, and the Leviathan has been completely, you know, mangled. There's bits hanging down from the ceiling. I think like we I actually, said. we have a shot that uh, that scene opens with a shot from the ceiling that sort of rotates and pans down to Dargo and Crichton walking along. And there's, like, bits drip like, blue fluid dripping from the ceiling, and it's, ugh. Thing is diseased. Mm. so Dargo says okay how about in here and he kicks open a panel and John's like sticks his head and he's like oh no that stinks I, that stinks worse than Rigel
1: yeah exactly <laughs> it's worse than Rigel god no Ugh.
0: Oh, they like look there might be some stuff in there Dargo's like yeah it's bad no, tough luck and he just pushes John in hmm and they get in there and there is actually three K wire. So they start hey. pulling it out and it's like Alright, good shout, Dargo. I think he says something about like this is a particular chamber in a Leviathan, so I figured this is where three K wire would be or something. Yeah. Like that. And they're like pulling it out of the walls and uh, Crichton like touches his hand to the wall and he just goes, Oh, God, oh, no, that's pus. The ship is oozing pus. It ah. smells it. it's like,
1: oh, no, no.
0: And Crichton thinks, well, what? maybe was it hit by, like, a biochemical weapon? There's no DRDs. What's up with that? Something mm-hmm. is very, very wrong here. And Daha goes like, okay, we've got the 3K wire. Now we just go get the nerium coils, and then we can leave.
1: And John's like, No. Wait, no. We need to find the pilot. That's more important here.
0: We have to know what we're dealing with. Like, what if we've been infected with like a contagion that's going to mutate us into freak show of the living dead? Yeah. <laughs> and Dago's like, well, that's why we have to get out of here as soon as possible. Like, I'm not. This is stupid. Let's just get the stuff and go.
1: I'm partially with John because I'm like, what? Look, if this Leviathan is disease and the z- disease is contagious, you don't want to track it back to Moya. Mm,
0: yeah. But they're arguing, and so John's like, look, okay, I'll split up and dargo's like fine or like just they they just they just split up and uh, don't go to find pilot
1: i used to be human just go
0: (laughs) (laughs) meanwhile back with jewel and chiana chiana's like i'm gonna go join the treasure hunt you know specifically because something fell off the ship yeah which jewel's like oh hey look something fell off the ship and (laughs) i like did you do that no, so like, no, I was just I was just standing here. Actually, really <laughs> like the acting when the thing falls off and Chiana yeah. comes out. and It's like, what was that? And just Joel just like stands, stays where she is, and just points down it's like there. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Chiana's gonna wants to go, but she's, yeah, because they need now now need an extra part. Yeah, but Joel says, well, I don't have any weapons, violence, or war on my planet. I oh, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna ah. And then Chiana just slaps her right in the face. Yeah. was like, what did you do that
1: for? She does it again. And then, then Jules punches back.
0: And Chiana's like, see? Violence. You'll get the hang of it. <laughs> I love that because it's, oh, it's so good. That's a good line. <laughs> so just, Chiana must just have been itching to punch Jewel in the face. <laughs> now it's a kind of an excuse. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> All right. So, Crichton has uh, found pilots den and oh yeah okay so there's a few of the scavenger people who we saw around one of the people who jumped on dargo they're all just hunched over and feral up on the console and he long hair
1: beards Mm. all that stuff
0: yeah and he scares them off they like scatter and there's just crap piled everywhere there's big mounds of stuff up onto the console
1: yeah it seems like a whole part of the ceiling is collapsed forming almost Mm. a ramp up over his console
0: so the pilot is missing at least two or three of its arms. Three, I think. Yeah. Once
1: th- There's a tiny one coming out
0: of one of the stumps, so it's clearly growing it's back. It's growing back, yeah. And uh, he approaches the pilot, and the pilot just starts freaking out, like, no, no. <laughs> With one
1: arm he still has starts swiping at John. John at some point puts his pistol down, He's like, look, I don't want to hurt you.
0: What happened to you? What's going on here? And the pilot just responds by going, please kill me it's like okay oh. that's what we're in for huh? Not um a huh? mm, little bit of interesting background info uh the pilot uh, on this leviathan is voiced by uh sean masterson who is in charge of the team that controlled moya's pilot and he did the voice on set when they were recording of Pilot. Yeah. Because that would, you know, that would be later dubbed over by Lanny Tupu mm-hmm. in, like, um, ADR. But when they were doing the scenes, Sean Masterson would actually provide the voice of Pilot. So now he yeah. gets to do the voice of uh, this Pilot. Nice. For the scenes. So,
1: well, yeah. Nice. I thought was well, cool. you've, you've been doing it for, what, two seasons now? You know what? <laughs> this one, we can act. We need a new voice. You yeah. have the most experience. You're hired.
0: You can do it. <laughs> but, God, just the... Again, like, the creepy blue lighting and different... Like, just the way it's shot and the set dressing really sells how messed up this place is. It gets worse. Oh, yeah, it does. Because Chiana, who's gone, you know, through the corridors, and she's found another group of uh, scavengers or uh, people just... And they're eating something, and they kind of turn around to look at her and start eyeing her up with, like, really creepy grins and just look her up and down. Break a bone with meat on it and, like... That's about the size of a, oh crap. Yeah. And, and these people are dirty and rank and just sort of stood there and just
1: face all covered in soot and yeah. all that.
0: And there's a little thing here where like she looks at one of them and it's, he's grinning at her. Then she looks, there's another one who looks very similar to the side and it's like, oh god. And they're approaching her like, Menacingly, Menacingly yeah. <laughs> Probably the right word here. Menacingly. But she tries to fend them off, so she actually just, they they jump her and she starts shooting at them. No, no, no. She, oh, wait, wait. I, I was impressed, because she starts punching them first. Oh, yeah.
1: One jumps and just slaps him in the face with the torchlight. You especially, stay away.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> and otherwise,
1: she slaps at the butt of the rifle, it's like, oh, wow, you're holding up very well in close combat, Jen. I'm impressed. <laughs> but eventually they push her back so far, they even stab her at some point that they, that she does start shooting them.
0: Mm. So we cut back again to uh pilot and Crichton. And oh. again, he's like, please kill me. And it's like, well, you're missing your arms. What's happened? It's like, cut off. Crichton asked why. It's like, please, they're eating me. Ah, and like,
1: Oh, and okay. Because what John manages to surmise is that whatever or whoever these people are, they're cutting off pilot's arms, then waiting them for them to grow back and cut them off again mm. as a constant source of food supply. Mm. That's horribly clever. Uh,
0: yeah, that's... Mm. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> I'm like, I can't help but be impressed by the ingenuity of it. <laughs> it's also friggin' terrifying yes. and horrifying and awful. <laughs> That's the more important part. Yes. Like, oh that's clever. Also, oh my god, no.
0: <laughs> oh, so yeah, and if that wasn't bad enough, again we see the scavenger people trying to eat Gianna and she's shooting them and Dargo hears this. He's mm-hmm. like Chiana running off towards her. And then we meet an alien guy yeah. who's he not run- like the rest. No, oh, he runs into an alien
1: who he's wearing armor that almost looks like blast armor, I guess, that uh a red red-tintish ribbed armor that looks a little bit like bomb experts wear. Just bare face, but we see part of his skin is rotten away or been removed, and he has a-
0: actually has what looks like a metal cranium. Mm. Actually, I realized there was a very small scene where we do actually see him earlier. Yeah, we see him earlier. Just in a cutaway of like a close-up of his... He's got some apparatus on his hand that has like a spike and some buttons on it, and we get this creepy sort of music that plays up when we see that... And, like, we have no context for it, just that he's there and is a really mm-hmm. creepy looking guy. But now Dargo runs into him.
1: Dargo's like, Stay
0: back, stay back. I'll Don't I'll get shoot any closer.
1: I'll shoot you. To which the guy responds, and it's like, Best introduction line ever. Well, that wouldn't be awfully polite of you. <laughs> I'm like, Sold!
0: Yeah, this, this One sentence, great. and I was sold.
1: <laughs> oh, I know what type of bad guy we're going for. I am okay with this. <laughs>
0: And says, "Where's Chiana? The Nabari." He's like, he just stands there, staring at him like creepily, of just like looking him up and down, and then just like flicks his hand out, uh, mm. which has the apparatus on it, and Dago gets encased in this bubble. Yes, uh, which is it's a practical effect, and it looks like if people have ever seen like the prisoner, like the big floaty white bubble that chases people. It's like that. <laughs> That's a different kind of prisoner movie, I thought. Interesting. <laughs> Yeah, it's like this semi-translucent like cloth thing that goes around him, and just like, flomp. And then we cut away, so d- what the hell is that all about? We don't... I
1: guess they captured
0: him. Yeah, and then Crichton finds the guy and some scavengers who are dragging Dargo mm-hmm. along. And uh, we actually see a shot of like Dargo's boots being dragged along the floor. And then yep. it sort of pans up and John like comes around the corner and is like, Hey! Hey! Oh. And
1: then John gets jumped from behind by one of those hippies, as mm-hmm. they keep calling them. Or <laughs> geez John keeps calling them. Yeah. It's just John's pistol falls and he starts wrestling with him. Then Chiana walks in, shoots a few things, and they manage to get the guy off John's back, and as this is happening, the other hippies have put Dargo down. Mr. And- Hannibal Man <laughs> has produced a spike out of his
0: apparatus and just jabs it into Dargo's brain right above the eye. Yep. And like it sucks something out. And then Puts that into a port in his head and just injects it into him, and he seems to really enjoy it. He's like, Oh, yeah, that's so good stuff. That's the stuff. <laughs> and, oh, God, this is really messed up. And, well, Gianna flips. Yeah. Starts shooting people at random.
1: But, yeah, and then basically, what I love is that once she's taken out all the hippies, she starts shooting around, just out of anger. Yeah. All the sounds at some point cut out. We only have the music and they start moving slow-mo and it's obvious the Dargo is
0: dead. Yeah, cuz John like grabs her and like, "Hey." It's- and oof. I mean, we're seeing the body. We've seen it the body. Sands' see- dead. Yeah, and you know, the episode is treating it as if it is legit. So, at this point we have to assume that it is. Well, I was doubtful at this point. There's a <laughs> I've seen a few a few that ones down I was like okay no he actually is dead so god man this this first part of the episode has just been straight up horror movie like yes in the way it's shot and what happens and it's like a big tone I don't think we've ever seen an episode quite like this in no. Farscape certainly so of this tone and uh yeah it still feels very much like Farscape oh yeah 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 but it does go into that it gets dark. Yeah, oh, it gets super dark. Yep. <laughs> so uh, I think quite rightly, this is when they're like, "Okay, we need a break from all of this." So mm-hmm. let's go back to see what's up with Moya, which immediately opens with a cool new animation of Moya starversing. Yes. I'll say this, get used to that animation. Um, <laughs> I'm surprised because it's really good, they pay good money for it, I assume. I, I saw that animation, and I was like, oh, there it is! <laughs> I wondered when that was going to show up. <laughs> Seriously, get used to that. That's used for basically every Starburst from now on. <laughs> I, rem- I actually literally remember that shot from watching Farscape the first time. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so... It's like a sweeping shop that starts at the back of Moya and like sweeps around it as the uh, Starburst like blue light like envelops Moya and they go off. Yep. And yeah, it is really it is really good looking. Um but inside Aaron, Rigel and uh Stark are like, Okay, well hang on. Why have we starbursted? What's what's going on? And uh Pilot says, Well Moya Starburst without warning on her own in response to a distress call. Who's distress call? Well, I thought you might like to have a look, and puts it on the screen, and it's Talon. And Talon's just kind of floating there in space. And Aaron's like, "Chris, hello, this is Aaron. Come in. No response. Damn it, Grace, pick up the phone. We don't want the voicemail. <laughs> but yeah, there's a distress distru- call from Talon, so something is clearly wrong. And so they head over to Talon, and there's a whole ton of damage inside. And... Price is unconscious. He's lying out on the floor,
1: clearly has some burnt marks on his face. It's like, what's going on?
0: What the hell did this to Talon? What What is up? And then, of course, then we cut back to everything else. So, mm-hmm. okay, we've got A plot and B plot, uh, B plot being, you know, Moira and Talon. But yeah, we get back to the main stuff pretty quickly after this scene. Yeah, they don't intersect, though I was thinking halfway through the episode they might. Yeah, I was wondering if they were going to... Uh, Fold them in together, but they don't really, and we'll no. we'll talk more about that uh, later on. So, Gianna and Crichton, they're dragging Dargo's body along the corridors.
1: Do you notice the detail as the scene opens? You go on. John is dragging Dargo from the front. Gianna's holding his hand. Ah, oh. <laughs> like she's she's walking beside Dargo and just hold hand in hand. I thought that was a nice little detail.
0: Yeah. So they're dragging him along, and then they spot more of the scavengers, and they're Right up against the wall of the Leviathan, like picking at the wiring and eating it. Yeah, Crichton realizes they're eating the ship.
1: Yeah, because it's living thing, bio-
0: biomechanoid. You know, biopart is steak, edible, basically. edible. In if you're hungry quotes. enough, <laughs> and everything. Is oh edible. god, these people are clearly hungry enough and mad enough, and oh, and John realized like it's alive. Just around the corner, shoots both. It's just like, ah, yeah. clearly angry.
1: It's like, you don't eat something that's alive. I think also dealing with Dargo being killed. This He's working through some emotions. Yeah. <laughs> One of them being guilt. Oh, yeah, right, yes. Because they split up, and he's mm. like, uh, we were both too stubborn. Yeah. And so he split up, and we should have never done that. And he's just blaming himself.
0: Yeah. So meanwhile, Jewel is at the uh, transport pod and just kind of clutching the pulse rifle that uh, China Give her. And she's trying really, really hard not to be scared, but... Um, I found this scene endearing. Yeah, it's funny. I actually like... I could see why people would find Jewel annoying, but I think they've made her character such that it's actually, it, like you said, it's somewhat endearing and actually fun to watch. Is
1: she's, she's genuinely scared about a lot of yeah. things. She's also, especially in the, this scene, she's really being like, Okay, Jewel, you can do this like i just have to believe in myself your father believes in you your mother believes in you you can do anything you you always listen to them aside from the few times when you didn't you should have but you can do anything you want just set your mind to it and i'm like yes yes this is exactly how i would be
0: responding in her situation as well (laughs) yeah just freaking out It's like okay no this is fine you can do this and she's like, goes to leave the, the door, like the door to the hangman just, it just creaks open. And she's like, uh, hello. Uh. I, and I love how she's one
1: while she's having this. I can do this whenever she gets something. I like need,
0: oh, it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like just on any, anything. She's standing yeah. there and
1: she just makes very minor steps. while the rest of her body doesn't move. She's just looking around and just makes a tiny step, another tiny step, a <laughs> <another laughs> tiny step. Yeah. And then the door opens. And we only see the light uh, of the door as it sweeps across her face. And that lights her face up completely. And she's just standing there, eyes wide, terrified. Smash cut to her running back to the body.
0: Yeah, I actually, I like the cut of I love that. that cut so much. Because it, we don't actually see her start to run. It just cuts yeah. to her mid-run back to the transport yeah, pod yeah, from, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. from like a long shot from the back of the, uh, the hangar bay. And <laughs> then
1: just sitting on the stairs and just...
0: Hugging the rifle, <laughs> and of course, again, you've got the really creepy, atonal, weird music playing throughout all of this to like uh, highlight the tension. So, something um, interesting about the music I want to bring up from the commentary uh, is that a lot of times composing the soundtrack is done by you know playing the instruments to the picture. Mm-hmm. So, what that means is they'll sit, the composer will sit down and watch the episode and. Compose the music to that and, like, play the instruments or get their orchestra or whatever to do that as the episode goes on. So they, you know, compose it around the episode. Uh, But what Guy Gross actually does, because most of his stuff is electronic with samples, is that he has a bunch of samples. And so it's not, like, composed on the spot. So he has, like, little bits of music that what he does is basically edit it together around Mm. the episode.
1: And he, do, he does use not mostly electronic sounds, especially not for Spar- Farscape, but no. more orchestral
0: yeah, but it's, it's, types it's, of sounds. But, but it's, he
1: he edits it electronically.
0: Yeah, because yeah. it's all like in a... It's samples, rather yes. than... like it, they Basically, they don't have a budget for an orchestra, so he has orchestral samples that is edited together, rather than... That's fair, because it life. works. Yeah, I just thought that was a neat bit of uh, background info, and worth talking about the music in this episode, because it actually kind of... I think he does actually say they don't want it to overpower the episode. it wants to complement it.
1: Yeah, um, that's the best thing music can do, I think.
0: But uh, it's such a different set of... It's such a different style for this episode that it's actually kind of interesting to mm-hmm. talk about. Anyway, just a quick aside there. So, yeah. We also,
1: were- I really hope that Jewel gets an arc. Because if she starts <laughs> like this, and she's annoying, that's good. If she becomes a more useful character, I guess, <laughs> is probably the right word, as the series goes on. Hmm. And she really finds herself.
0: Well she's kind of like the naive, like stuck up brat character, yeah. So there's definitely a lot of room for growth there, let's <laughs> say that. So then we go to see Chana and Crichton who've managed to drag Dargo's body into Pilot's den, and they shut the door behind them and Dargo's actually he's wrapped up in a blanket at this point. And uh, Crichton asks, Pilot, come on, narium coils, where can we get some? And he's just like, oh, 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 oh. Slow, Pilot,
1: slow, I can't understand you. And I'm like, Nice, they yeah. brought that still back. <laughs> that pilots have such a complicated language that unless they dumb down their speech, mm. uh, translated microbes can't keep up.
0: Yeah, and um, Crichton is able to get out of Pilot that the Leviathan, which is called Rovu, uh, yep. was a detention ship. For and I forget the word that he uses, but um it's the criminally insane.
1: Yes, so this is basically Arkham Asylum.
0: Yeah, pretty much. And you know, well, what are you doing way out here? Why where's everything else? Why are you by yourself Why, what In happened? the uncharted territories? Well, yeah. So they were part of a convoy transporting a man called Karvok, so that's presumably who we saw earlier. Yep. And they were attacked by they're ambushed by Scarons. Okay then so
1: sounds pretty logical
0: and they were drifting, nowhere to go no food, Kavok was he was in prison because of his power and John's like, well what about the other prisoners well, what about all the other prisoners we've seen It's like, no, there were no other prisoners It's like, well what about the, those guys, the hungry, hungry hippies <laughs> <laughs> John says
1: those are peacekeepers like, wait, what? oh, those are the guards? I guess or were the guards,
0: hmm. I guess what the hell huh well then so it was like why the hell do we have a ship for one guy that's what that's messed up oh that's just to show how really really scary and creepy he is fair enough that that that's a narrative trick (laughs) so as they're talking uh chiana actually said at least like should i give him his burial rights or something and so like we don't have the time for that right now but uh so as john is talking to the pilot uh, Chiana like makes uh puts her hands together over her head and gets out a little vial of something
1: mm-hmm. and
0: another nice little detail that they brought back is this thing so she yes. sprinkles basically what it looks like some salt kind of over dargo and she says uh well they can't get their hands on him now because then it bursts into flames Yep,
1: the same thing Dargo used to burn the mark.
0: And presumably he probably got it off Dargo's body because he's probably yeah. carrying it with him. I just like that. I, I actually really like that little detail. It's like, oh yeah, that's a thing that uh, Dargo's used before. Nice. Yep.
1: And um, as he burns, John joins Chana and then they push the body over the edge so that he falls. I'm
0: like, okay, he really is dead. There's no body left to revive at this point. <laughs> and they're like, okay, we can't get to Dargo now. They're not going to eat him. Hmm. And then we just get a burst of air just whoosh, and pilot is like he's venting venting the den carvox tied into the systems he's like open the vent yep and uh, then he walks in and just like glares at the- or like he's got that really creepy smile it's like hello do you want to eat dinner your dinner <laughs> he doesn't say that but
1: that's the type oh, of y- smile i'm trying to
0: Portray here. Yeah, he's got like uh, rotten teeth as well, and like one of his eyes is white, and it's all it's it's really effectively creepy and just grinning at them. He knocks out Crichton and uh, he chases Chiana down, and she's running off, trying to run away from him through the corridors, and like she ends up backed up against uh, a closed door. And no, no, no. He just I think does it. Does he have any lines in this scene? Because he basically does. He just stares at Chiana grinning. Yeah. And, like, and then just flicks, almost
1: like Spider-Man does, his gauntlet. Yeah, Something comes out, casts just in, in the, bubble. the bubble, and it holds there for a minute. It's, you can almost see her back arced as she floats in there. Yeah, because it it's... spits her out again and there's now two Chianas. The fuck? I'm like, what? <laughs> and that, that's their
0: response as well. They look at each other like... Aah! They both freak out like hugely. That's a commercial. <laughs> that's a commercial cut, yeah, but they're just incredibly freaked out. And Kavok grabs one of them and and is like holding her by the throat. And the other Chiana like reaching to us like help me, help me. And they both seem to be like fully conscious. Of, like yeah. And the Chiana
1: that's managed to get behind Karvok uh, and is trying to head out of the corridor looks
0: back. and The other one is just reaching like help.
1: And another quarter runs away, and the other is, one.
0: Uh, well, it's like there's a there's that com- the bit of conflict of like, uh, I want to help. No, I gotta run away.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm too scared. I need to run away. And the Chiana that Karvak has, just he sticks a needle straight into her neck up to the words the skull, and she's dead. Yeah.
0: So what?
1: Excuse my language.
0: Pardon fuck. W- what on any level is happening here? <laughs> And they are freaked out. Like this is bizarre and creepy and weird. And god it's like damn, watching yourself die and running away, where you maybe could have saved yourself. Self. Oh, and talk about a mind frill. Yeah, and I really have to give credit to uh, G. G. Edgeley because. In this and in later scenes, she sells the hell out of being freaked out. Yes. We have one scene before that, but um, I just wanted to bring that up because, oh, yeah, she does a really good job with, oh, yeah. with that. So, again, as kind of a respite from all of this, we uh, go back to uh, Moya and Talon. I think these cutaways
1: are actually perfect for the pacing of yeah. this episode. <laughs> they might not tie into the story, it's but cool. they are perfect to just. Like, you breathe it's good for, for a my,
0: moment. It's good for my heart rate. Is yes. It is. And so they're on Talon, and Rigel's gone over there as well, and Aaron is uh, looking at Is Crace is still unconscious.
1: Rigel's like, you're not bringing him on board?
0: And um, Rigel, like, grabs the transponder on the back of Krace's neck and pulls it off. And, and the whole
1: ship starts shaking.
0: And, yeah, Aaron is immediately like, what are you doing? Like, Talon is shutting down. Give me the transponder now. We need to put it back... Killing Talon. Damn, Rigel. Yeah. And Mark so, people. <laughs> and so he reluctantly gives it back and says, listen, Talon is supposed to be the meanest, hardest ship ever. It can, you know, it could beat anybody in a fight, but something beat the yachts out of him. Yes. What could do that? What is ha- Whoa, That's not good. We shouldn't and, stick around to find out what it was.
1: To be completely fair, Talon isn't that impressive. Like, he can't go up against the command carrier. So he's not the meanest ship. He's
0: still growing. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We've seen that Talon is very powerful.
1: Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. And whatever attacked him must be even more powerful. I'll admit that, but he's (laughs) not the biggest or the meanest. Let's (laughs) let's not give the kid too much credit here.
0: (laughs) Don't inflate his ego. Um,
1: No. (laughs) He's still growing up.
0: Mm. Once he's adult, he has more than enough time to inflate his ego. Yeah. So, but yeah, Rigel says, look, don't stick around here because if they come back, we'll be dead in the water because Talon is crippled and can't do anything and Moya doesn't have any weapons. It's like, we just need to starburst away. And I'm like, do you really think Moya is going to starburst while her kid is here? (laughs) Yeah, I don't think you'll be able to convince Moya to do that. No, there's no way you can get away. Yeah. And Aaron, of course, disagrees and says, okay, if we can keep him alive, we can find out what happened and what we're dealing with probably wise. Again, these scenes are not very long and we kind of then cut back to uh, the A-plot.
1: Yes, so, with Gianna walking into what seems like a storage locker or bay or something.
0: Yeah. Freaking the hell out. She's just like collapses uh, and yeah. Two Chiannas. Two two, two. I'm me. I'm me. I'm me. I'm, I'm me. I'm Chiana. It's just, just the one. Is this me. It's just me. Oh god, It's the acting in this scene is really, really just good. Like Yes, this is about how someone would respond to that well, site, I think. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what I like about it. It is, seems like an appropriate reaction. And, and a lot of other sci-fi, at least like the kind of schlocky sci-fi, it's just like, oh, that's interesting. It's like, no, this, this would freak you out, okay? You this just would, saw yourself freak die. You yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's an episode of um, there's an episode of Star Trek Voyager where like the entire ship gets duplicated and it gets the uh, one of the, the duplicate gets blown up um mm-hmm. and their their reaction to it is about five seconds of oh that's sad um <laughs> you know and- a lot of self-loathing on that ship apparently <laughs> uh, but that's what i mean Is like a lot of other more typical sci-fi is just like doesn't give it much attention this is like really mm. really getting into like no, you would. Th- this is a freaking weird thing to happen, and yes, this would mess with your head seriously. Oh, yes, and like I Very said uh, earlier, Gigi Edgeley's acting is like phenomenally good in this. Like she's really good in this episode, just of like getting that across. And oh, and I think she actually picks up. It's actually one of the things that fell off the transport pod is uh, in the room, and she picks up, looks at it, and there's another one. She's like, oh yeah. Just two, <laughs> two Two just, Chianas, two Chianas. Ch- just, just one. And bangs it against her head. <laughs> it's like, think, think, think. Mm. Oh, well, the wheels came off that wagon. Yeah, so Crichton is in Pilot's Den, and he thinks Chiana's dead. Actually, as he comes to and he walks around, he sees a bunch of the hippies drag
1: Chiana into mm. one in a room, and the do- door closing.
0: Yeah, and you so... You know that that's the Chiana that is dead instead of the one that's still alive, but... Yeah. He doesn't know that. And he says, okay, Chiana's dead, Dargo's dead, oh, great, I can see... No, no idea where Jewel is. And Mr. Hammer Horror is gonna be sucking my brains out through a sippy straw. Great, everything's if, fine. Because if I make a run for the transport
1: pod, he's
0: just gonna run me down like a dog. We need to fight back. So interestingly, John refers... He says Carvok is a sick Hammer Horror son of a bitch, right? Mm-hmm. The actor who plays Carvok, uh, Shane Bryant was actually in several Hammer Horror films. (laughs) (laughs) They got a professional in. Good, that showed, actually. (laughs) Yeah, so I love that. Just those little lines like that, little callbacks, or little references.
1: I'm also glad that they got an actor who's used to these types of movies, because it shows. Carfuck Mm, is played wonderfully. I wish we got a bit more insight into his brain,
0: but... (laughs) Well, he got insight into everyone else's brains, but um... yeah, no. Well, <laughs> their brains got inside his brain. That's yeah, yeah. through a straw. <laughs> but yes, Crichton's like, okay, we got to fight back because Crichton is pissed off now and he's desperate. And that's when Crichton—that's when he's at his best. Yeah. Well, that's when he's at his best for us because that's when he gets really manic and like, okay, we're just gonna try some crazy shit and see yeah, what it's happens. Like, you know what? We need to fight back. We need to take back control. We're going to hook you
1: back in, Pilot. And Pilot, no, no, no. no. Like, Pilot, that's the only chance we have. I need you on this.
0: And he says, he says that the Leviathan is barely alive. And it's like, no, look, it's the only chance we've got. So when we see Carvok uh, walking to a cell mm-hmm. uh, where he's keeping a prisoner. Yes, and
1: I saw this coming.
0: Yeah, as soon as we see Chiana get uh, doubled or whatever, like, you can... Kind of figure out what, where this is yeah. going because it's the same effect that happened to Dargo. We just didn't see all of it because the prisoner is Dargo, chained yeah. up, hanging from the ceiling, you know, like old times.
1: Yes, <laughs> I do love that the way he's revealed is that he's in the shadows and he just yeah. leans out of it and we, the light shows his face as he leans out of the shadow and it's like, hey, there is Dargo
0: hmm. again? <laughs> I guess? Yeah things are getting complicated okay <laughs> look one Dargo is dead uh, that's like that's legit that dargo died yeah. from his brain being sucked out and there's yes. another Dargo who's chained up here yes okay I can keep track good <laughs> yeah yes. uh, And karvok is talking to him and God karvok's like affable evil guy yes. act is so, so good right. it's like oh I had saved you from the what does he call them the uh, zarai'
1: it's very uncivilized people they are and uh, do you remember what happened?
0: <laughs> he says, uh, where's Chiana? Is immediately, oh, whole, what have you done with her? It's like, Chiana. Chiana. Uh, the Dabari. Like, hmm? Oh, the gray girl. Oh, yes, yeah, she's very, very pretty. No,
1: no, no. He says,
0: very lovely. Very lovely. Oh, yeah, sorry, yes, sorry. She can interpret that in two ways. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, oh, well, yes, uh, last I heard, I think she was having her best bits eaten by the Zara. Dog is like, what did you do to me? It's like, I saw, it's like, yes, Dago. what did you see? You saw another you? Hmm? Yes. <laughs> it's
1: like, what was that? A clone? Oh, no, 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 no. Clone no. is such, please, no. It's just such a
0: dirty word. Don't use that clone. <laughs> I doubled you. I, uh, uh, original and equal Or he says i uh, twinned you yes he'll say that yeah. but yeah like equal and original is is the important part like yeah
1: there's no copy there's, there's
0: no there's no original really no. It, you split into two equal beings you don't have one that is definitely the original and one that is the clone they are both the same yes and that's messed up and weird but really interesting
1: in a way, he's right, because what happens basically is that they make a co- he ma- it makes a copy of you at that point in time. Because as we see with Chiana, they have memories. They have the
0: same memories. Well, it's like a cell splitting in two, right? Yes. Which one is the original cell? Neither of them. That's a good example. <laughs> yeah. It's... But it's
1: like they have everything, same memories. At that point, they were the same person. So it doesn't really matter who's the original,
0: if there is one Well, there all. isn't. Like, the idea yeah. is that there isn't one, which is a really interesting uh, thing to do, because typically clone episodes, which, hey, it's a clone episode. we uh, had one before, actually. That was the one where we got a... Current
1: clone of John. A oh,
0: right, yes. A past clone... Heavy air quotes. Past oh, yeah, yeah, clone right. of John. And future clone okay, of John. my three Crichtons. Okay, so yes. yeah. A different, different type of clone episode. But, um... It's in, because in that one you had like normal John and two different who are very clearly like uh, they had rights. You know, are they sentient beings? You know, that yeah, whole they thing. were, yeah, they yeah, were yeah, incredibly sentient beings. Yeah, but you know that's like the theme of that episode of like what you know right? Do we have to sacrifice them or whatever? Which is a typical thing for clone episodes. Yes, but in that we very clearly had original John. Assuming that that wasn't a clone and the uh, advanced yeah. or <laughs> it was the original. Like
1: that's Look. the thing. It was also left up in the air exactly who was the original. The fact that one was very recognizable to us made it easy. Yeah.
0: I think in that episode it was presented as we had normal Crichton who was the yes. original. The other two were that,
1: that was the intention of the episode. Uh, I
0: think. You know, differentiated copies. So the difference between that and this is that there isn't that aspect of things in fact it makes it even worse because neither of them are the original they're both there isn't an original anymore
1: you could also say in in a way the original dargo died the moment he was split
0: yeah it's i it's such it's an interesting twist on it because it's like it's not as easy to dismiss the other ones no because they're not like they're not there's no original copy there's just two yeah exactly so, and Dargo's like, well, why? Why did you do this? Why am I s- still here? And he's like, we're going to make babies. End <laughs> And he just says that and turns around and walks away. And <laughs> I was like, like oh, sorry, what? Are you coming on to Dargo? <laughs> There's a few quick things in here of Chiana looking at um, two pieces of equipment that are identical. I was like, ha, you know, two Chianas. And, uh, yeah, and she's like banging against her head. It has like, think, Chiana, think, mm. think, think think again that really took a toll on her mind oh yeah and uh john is down below pilot's uh chamber he's trying to connect uh rovu's systems back together
1: yeah trying to hook pilot back into it
0: and uh, it's we find out that carvok he's tied himself into the systems he's got like control of it Mm -hmm. and says rovu barely alive it's like unconscious it's like yeah but it's, it's it's still there we can hook you in as he hooks the pilot in and pilot's like,
1: Ah oh, You felt that? Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, he says that Rovu, the uh, Leviathan, she's barely alive, basically on life support. Yeah. She can't really do anything. And John's like, Come on, pilot, don't give up. I need you. There's still something we can
0: do, right? So he hooks he hooks like some bits in and gets some amount of control and Rovu starts to move. And so then we see uh, Karvok and Dargo again, and he looks around and, like, sees that uh, the, l- the Leviathan is starting to move. He's like, hmm. Yeah, um, and I love this, because Karvok is standing outside of the cell, and he's just looking in. He's holding a leash. Yeah.
1: Of something off screen. Anyway, he hears something <laughs> On sign. side, and it's like, uh, he says, the zarai it's, uh, it's actually a fun, uh, personal joke of mine. I had
0: a uh, pet lizard named zarai <laughs> <laughs> Of course, you twist, fuck Twist... Uh, uh, and he, I think, And then he says, you know, I could twin you more, thirty. but once you get twinned 30 or 40 times, you're not much good for conversation. And Like, sp- not that you are right now, but... <laughs> I'll spare you the pain as long as you'll breed with one of the very heavily twinned Azari. Uh, because c- Dark's
1: like,
0: with what? Ah, yes. And he
1: walks out, and gets the leash again. Come on in, come
0: on in, don't and be shy. Oh, it's a uh, female, and she's like very basically feral and just like yeah, 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 yeah and like hunched over and like <laughs> crawling around on the ground and it's like there you go <laughs> i've got and- to, it doesn't it doesn't say this but this is like the end of the scene where he's like right business to attend to uh just uh off we go <laughs> i like that what he does he hears Rovu moving again
1: it's like what is hap? i need to be so he thinks you can clearly see on his face he's thinking yeah. i need to be somewhere else he ties up the chain to one of the other chains that is hanging from the ceiling and then it's like moves off and I am sad that he didn't say this because like um, I'll leave you two alone to yeah, introduce some, yourselves something get, get like to that know each other. <laughs> that would have been brilliant a little I bit would, of a miss, would,
0: missed opportunity yeah, yeah it's like uh, I'll leave you two alone to get to know each other they should have gone with that line <laughs> that, that would be have been nice a bit cheesy it's just Farscape we're talking about yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so Kavok's like right off he goes
1: yes but before he does, I forgot something in this... I forgot two things in this scene. One, Dargo starts pleading, like, I can get you off the ship. Oh, I'm yes, like, right. That's a bit out of character for Dargo, but okay. I guess being chained up makes him a bargainer. So, I, I, yeah, I can help and you. And it's like, why, why would I want to do that? I, I, have, I have... Well, he says, uh,
0: this is my home.
1: Yes, I have... Uh, I just more people to come here. It's like, uh, f- for, for my food family... Is there really any
0: difference? Like,
1: <laughs> uh, oh, yes.
0: Not for this guy, there isn't. No, nope, apparently not. <laughs>
1: hey, cousin, come here. Give me an arm. No, seriously. Just, hold on. Hold for still. <laughs>
0: there you go. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, Kavok is... God, he's, he's really good. <laughs> really good. Um, good. But yeah, so Crichton is still fiddling with all the uh, wiring and stuff, trying to reconnect uh, Pilot to uh, Rovo... And he's fiddling around down there, and Carvok comes into Pilot's den. We don't exactly know if it's Carvok or not. Oh, because right. You never sorry. See who comes in. Someone comes into the den, and Pilot just starts. There's like a close-up of Pilot, and he's like yelling, "Ah, ah, no,
1: no!" And then just John realizes, like, "Oh, I need to get up there." He starts climbing back up, and as he you hear it, <laughs> and as he gets back up there, there's Pilot just slumped down, face to the side, and there's. What looks like a metal spear embedded in his head.
0: Yeah, a pole of someone just jammed oh, in there. So, dead,
1: oozing out of it, and he's dead.
0: Yeah, the pilot's dead. Ugh, so, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was Carvok. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm pretty. I'm also pretty sure it's Carvok. Like we just don't know for mm. a fact that it's him.
0: So, again, we cut back from this to Moya, to our B-plot. It always seems to be at, like, these high po- points of, like, high tension and, like, mm-hmm. uh... That kind of come, release. Yeah, kind of like a yeah relief from everything. And so Aaron says, "Is like, right, I'm going to take a transport pod, I'm going to go look for the others, we're going to come back and bring them back here, and then we'll figure out what we do about Talon.
1: Yes, and Rose is like, well, if you're not back within the Arn, we're going to stop us.
0: He says, if you're not here or something, if you do anything, when I get back, it, whatever you have for me, Vonks, and wherever they are, they'll be gone. <laughs> Those
1: are going to get spaced.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so she's like, look, I'm going to get the others. We are sticking with Talon. Yes. And she leaves. And Rigel says to Stark, he's like, I'll give her 300 microts, and then we'll starburst or something. And Stark says, well, Talon will recover, but Krace may not. Now might not be the right time to abscond, he says. So it's like, huh. Rigel kind of looks a bit dejected there. Yeah. Again, another short scene of all that stuff just to take a kind of a breather from the rest of the episode. Yep. So, what we cut back to is Jewel just kind of sat on the uh, ladder of the transport pod, Mm -hmm. just clutching the gun, and it like slowly uh, pans or like zooms into her face, and she's shaking and terrified. Just crying. Yeah.
1: "Mm." I know that they're playing Jewel as a sort of comedic character. It's like she's always complaining, but I'm like, I. Feel for her like (laughs) 22 cycles stuck in cryo sleep, suddenly thrust into a world she has no experience with (laughs) in situations Mm. she does not belong and just trying to make ends meet
0: and just like, yeah, having a hard time. Okay, cut her some (laughs) slime. So then we see Crichton, who's trying to work the controls in Pilot's uh den. It's uh, like, come get... on, remember the sequence. You know the sequence. Yeah, trying to get Rover moving, and we also then see Chiana hiding from Carvok, who's he's on the move. He's he's walking through the ship, and Chiana actually finds Dargo with the uh, feral woman like crawling over him, and she's like, "Oh god, please help! Oh my god, please help me!" <laughs> I lo- I love
1: that Dargo is standing there while the woman is. I think she's on his shoulder or something, or just yeah. at, doing something at his ear. And Darby just looks at Chianna like, help me. And she's like, and, know, chi- and I, <laughs> I mean, Chianna, uh, as I see Chianna come into the scene, I'm like, oh, poor Chianna. Like, she wasn't thrilled up, up enough
0: already. And she says, you know, I, I can, I can come back. Am I interrupting something? <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> no, 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 no no, no, no. Help, no, no, Help,
1: help, 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 help,
0: And I mean, do
1: realize that Chianna has just found Dargo.
0: Yeah. Whose body she burned. Whoa, this is not good for anyone's nice, sanity. Yeah. You
1: no, know, I was half expecting Chiana to be like, you're dead, you're a ghost, you're not real. I think
0: it's, it's probably because she saw her own twin yeah. get killed and eaten that it's less of a shock, but it's still... It wasn't played quite how I was expecting it.
1: No, but it's still clear that it's like she needs to do a double take and like...
0: Yeah, so she goes over to it. there's a locker on the side of the cell so she opens it up and she's like oh hey Narium coils and she's po- her pocket says <laughs> nice put a check mark on that one <laughs> on the list also <laughs> what i like is that there's two Narium coils I'm like yeah was there originally only one uh uh-huh. <laughs> maybe, maybe he doubled that as well then D- was like chana please oh god help and because the um the woman like like slowly like goes down and like goes down beneath his waist <laughs> out of shot and he's like oh <laughs> I <laughs> love his it, Chiana
1: finds a pulse pistol puts that away grabs his quarter blade so she shoots like at the chains free. Like, thank you and I love it that she then points it down towards the woman who has let go of Darwin's like <laughs> just smiling at it almost like a monkey
0: and Darwin's like ah chains to shoot her chains in the yeah it's like <laughs> wanders just like, off scampers off yeah yeah <laughs> it's like huh Okay. And um, Chiana is like, okay, I want to leave. I want to I get. We want to get out of here. Listen, I've yeah, got let's the Narium go. coils. Let's get in the transport
1: pod. Let's go. And Dargo's like, where's Crichton? I got separated. We need to go. Where did
0: you get separated? And she's like, she's like I don't want to pilot's dead. So Dargo's like, okay, I'm going to go to pilot's dead. Meet me at the transport, quarter of an hour. And Chiana's like, no, no, I don't want to split up. I'm not splitting up I again. Just, I, just, I just love while he's saying this, if,
1: if you lo- pay attention... She's just saying, no, 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 no,
0: no, 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 no. She does not want to split up again, and I don't blame her.
1: No. No, I don't blame her at all.
0: So, yeah, no, but he he gets a move on, and we cut now to John. Oh, yes, John. Pilots then. We actually have seen John a little bit beforehand. I really we skipped over that or whatever, but he stands up on the console, and he calls out... uh Carvok. is like, hey, buddy, we're gonna give you a big old... uh, I want some dinner. How about a big old Starburst Supreme? Starburst Supreme. Supreme. I also like that he calls him
1: Harvey. Which at some point is like, that's confusing because I thought he was talking about Harvey.
0: (laughs) Well, it's John. He gives nicknames to everybody. Yeah, but can he at least be more creative with his nicknames? (laughs) So, he's calling out Carvok and, yeah, he looks like he's set up Starburst or something. Then we Uh, cut to... Jewel! Well, well yeah, because then we have the scene with uh, Dago and Chiana, and then the next scene is Jewel in the transport pot. And she's holding the business end of the pulse rifle to her forehead. She's like, no, no, I can't do it, I can't take it, I can't take
1: it. It's just one moment, and all the pain will be over, and it's way better than being eaten alive. I'm like, holy Ooh, crap, no yeah. t- No, 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 no. And then as she's about to shoot, Chiana comes in, which causes Jewel just to miss her forehead.
0: She freaks out, and like the then the shot like ricochets around <laughs> the inside of the pod. <laughs> 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 just like, "You still haven't figured out how that thing works."
1: <laughs> and Jewel just breaks down. She's like, "I was just gonna shoot myself." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yes, yes, Janet, yes, Jewel, just let it all out."
0: And there's a there's a brief like bit where she's screaming, not too loud, but no. it does still have like that vocal effect on it, <laughs> which is yep. a nice little detail. So yeah, okay. I just want to give Jewel a hug. Yeah, God, this episode. There's a lot of really heavy like things happening. Yeah, I want to
1: give a lot of people in this episode a hug. But yep, <laughs> Jewel especially, but mm. Janna as well. But
0: yeah. So Carvok enters the Pilots Den where Kryten is kind of taunting him, and it's like, "Yeah, hey, we're get ready for some starburst." And um, he's like, "This ship can't starburst. It has control collar." And John's like, "No, no, no. It can starburst." It just means we all get blown to hell, and that includes you, buddy. And again, the lighting in this epi- in this scene, is like flickering back and forth between like yellow and blue. And there's like just close-ups on John and Carvok, and so Carvok mm-hmm. launches himself at John, and, like goes to try and stick the thing in his head to suck his brain out. Yeah. But uh, Crichton like pushes the sequence and starts initiating Starburst.
1: He's done that before. It's already rolling up this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Basically, a matter of time, and they're fighting, and the needle is really close to John's face, and it's
0: like, "No, nope,
1: no, nope.
0: I can arrange my s- own death just fine, thank you very much." <laughs> and kicks him away, and Dargo is yelling out for Crichton, it's like, "Crichton!" And, and- John
1: suddenly hears him, he's like, "Dargo!" And he just manages to roll out of the way of this uh, of the needle. The needle gets stuck deep into the ground. Carvak is now stuck.
0: Yeah, and the zari are uh, sort of milling around there as well, and they. Yeah. And-
1: And John just walks back, like, hey, hey, look at that, and points at uh, Carfuck,
0: dinner time. Yeah, and they all, like, jump towards him. And um, as they're doing this, like, there's some weird lighting around the gauntlet that's got the twinning device in it and the needle, and it's stuck in the console. And Mm -hmm. it just basically, it explodes, and the energy sort of wave goes towards Crichton. Yeah, and and he he gets blown away. And he just, like, runs out of the den. He finds Dargo and like, okay, you're alive. Let's just go. Let's get out of here. Yes, Dargo and John manage to get back
1: into the hangar bay as the ship is exploding all around them. Yeah, and and they <clears throat> manage to get into the hangar bay. John walks up. Jules is great. Is happy to be uh, to see that John uh, is alive. Then John comes into the hangar bay what? <laughs> through the hangar bay doors just as they're closing, and it's like. Hang oh. on a second, didn't he just, oh, Oh, man. no. <laughs> he come in. And John, standing on the stairs towards the pod, is looking down at John, who just walked in to mm. the hangar bay.
0: And they said he's looking back up at John. And the John on the stairs, he kind of looks like, oh, no. Yeah, oh, the face, crap. the face is like, oh, no, not this. Although, was That's it, worse. was it, was it that? Or, oh, no, he got here. Because did he know that he'd been twinned? Oh. Oh. And he was like, ah, crap. I was hoping we could get away. And the other John would be exploded. It's Mm -hmm. it's ambiguous. Yeah,
1: it's ambiguous. I don't think John is that. I I mean, to be fair, we've been in an exact situation before where there was two clones, actually. And at that point, John was as well. They are human beings, and we should not sacrifice
0: them. Eventually... Yes, but he's, he should. He's already had that conflict. This shouldn't be that hard again. This is a little different, but I, I don't know that that look he gives at the end can be taken in, in two ways. I took it as a. Of
1: course, my luck is that bad.
0: I think it's because he doesn't react that hev- like that heavily. Of like, oh crap! There's another me. It's more like, um. Oh. it could be both i'll I'll, i'm taking the one where john is a complete monster (laughs) well like in this episode really he just a lot of what he's doing is for his own ends like when he tries to reconnect uh rovu he's not trying to really to save rovu he's trying to actually just to get them out of there I see it as like once he's hooked up again, Rovu should
1: be able to end it himself. I suppose so. Give that back <clears> in <throat> his own hands once he's gone. But yeah, so, so the next shot is them getting away in the transport pod channel, like, come on, fly, fly. And this shot actually pans really funny because it pans from left to right and you see John sitting there. Then it pans to Dargo and Chiana at the console. It's like, come on, fly, damn thing. And then we see John pop up behind them and I'm like, ah. Ben Browder had to run around.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, the two Johns are just staring at each other and like, just like, Awkwardly staring and sometimes
1: avoiding eye contact.
0: And there isn't really, there's not really much dialogue. There's just kind of the music in this. And yeah, so they managed to get the transport pod out of there. And we actually see Rover explode from the outside. Break
1: in two and just explode all around, uh, all around.
0: Yeah and so there's a cut and we're then everyone makes it back to Moya mm-hmm. and Stark is taking care of Chiana cuz earlier she got stabbed in the stomach and he's tending to her wounds Dargo is there talking to Stark he's like it was so bizarre for just for a micro I saw myself it was yeah weird and it says do you remember anything do you remember do you the remember
1: moment the ex- yeah do you remember the exact moments no
0: no but all I remember is I saw it was a it was a corpse it was me and Chiana says, "Like it's it's just it's just a copy. It's it's, it's a fake." It's, no, it's and,
1: and Dargos like, "I don't know. Maybe I'm the clone, and the real Dargo is now dead." And Chiana's like, "No, no, that's crap. That's crap. It's very clearly no, no, no. You just know. You just know. That's
0: she's talking to herself. Yeah, yeah. because uh, Dargo says it's like I keep telling myself that, but Carvok said it was an original, an equal. How do you know that I'm not the copy? And she's like, you just know. You you just know." frell <laughs> That's exactly what she's wrestling with, and she's like, "Oh, that will mess you up." And like, well, we'll get to the end of that, actually. So then, the final scene of the episode is both crotons sat either side of a table. Yeah. Importantly, with a pulse pistol in the middle of the table. I did not notice that. Uh huh. Oh. And what they're doing is they're playing rock, paper, scissors. They're not saying anything to each other. Just one, two, three, put. And they're both throwing the same shapes, you know. And Aaron and Rigel are watching. And uh, Aaron says, how is he? And Rigel says, still tied. And they just throw more rock, paper, scissors. Keep doing the same stuff. One, two, three, put. One, two, three. Importantly, the final shot of the episode is a close-up of... Their hands doing the uh, rock paper scissors, mm-hmm. and throwing scissors too. two Oh, and that's where it oh, ends. That's then. That's the final shot of the episode. Oh, that's
1: so good. Uh, I was like, oh,
0: that's perfect. Choosing scissors
1: because it's two fingers. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I did not notice yeah. that. That's so good. I also did not notice the pulse pistol in mm. between. That's what they're doing. Wow. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yep. Okay. Okay. That last scene would give me indication why this is the most controversial episode. But
0: <laughs> yeah. that's implying it's uh, fucked up. That is, yeah. Whoa. whoa. Oh, wow. But that does the end of the episode there. And, bah.
1: <laughs> I had not realized John took this, took it this badly.
0: Yeah, he did not take it
1: well. Or Johns, actually, as I should be saying mm. now.
0: Yeah, because like, like they said in the episode, there's no original. There's just two Crichtons now.
1: Yeah, two equals. Yeah. Because apparently they're still tied.
0: Yeah. So, wow. Okay, what a way to end that episode.
1: I was wondering when clone Crichton was come, going to come in.
0: One <laughs> of the things I know about the series. Yeah. <laughs> it is one of the things that uh, you know returning watchers will know about. Yes. Uh, is that at one point we get two Crichtons? Yes, there are now two Crichtons in the series. Van Browder, who is a great actor, gets to play more roles, <laughs> uh, and he gets to play across from you know an actor who really understands how his uh, uh, understands his work. <laughs> yes, yeah, who really is his equal in acting. <laughs> so yeah, oh god, that was the episode. Why, what do we want to give this episode? I. I will say straight up, I rate this episode very highly.
1: Yes. This is, I,
0: this is a really good episode.
1: This is really... I I think I'm going to go for four out of five.
0: I mean, easily four out of five. I just... It's, it's edging it for me. It's edging it up to yeah. five. Just because of, like... Frankly, because of the guts that it takes to actually pull this stuff off. Like I said... I
1: don't think I've said it, but you you said, you warned me, this is one of the most contr- controversial yep, yep. episodes
0: of Farscape. I don't get why. Well, at the time, it was incre- like, this is the darkest episode of Farscape, right? And it yes. involves people like cannibalism, people being eaten, and like, for Farscape, that's a little darker
1: than usual. I guess that's fair. I guess my problem is that I'm used to series in which in the first episode somebody pushes a kid out of a three-story window.
0: Yeah, this is the thing, at the time, right? Yeah, so like at nowadays, You're nowadays right. we're much more used to that kind of thing. Yeah, like you say, like Game of Thrones or Battlestar Galactica, like these dark series. But mm-hmm. at the time when Farscape was originally airing, nothing had really quite done that, or certainly on that that kind of uh, popular of a show. Taking that into account. I can see why we would want to edge for five. Yeah, I, I would. I'm gonna give it a five. I'm gonna do it because yeah, I'll join you on that. And just like the acting from specifically from Gigi Edgeley, the actually mm-hmm. the way they dress the set, such that you're, you know, at least in the back of my mind, I'm like, it's another Leviathan, so obviously they're going to use the sets from Moya, but they dress it up and light it differently that you don't have any trouble believing that it is a different Leviathan.
1: They've made sure that every scene, things are in different locations, or there's, they've moved things, or there's extra bits like all the rubble near Pilot's stand. Yeah. That you're clearless, like yes, this is another Leviathan, but this is not Moya.
0: And I mean, we can see that when we cut back to Moya, and everything yeah. is clean and normal. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, clearly not the same ship. Okay, uh, it's. I think it's the
1: pulse pistol in between them at the end that makes me go, okay, that's that's. A five. That's just like uh, uh, the extra
0: level of yeah
1: dark, which mm. sickeningly I like.
0: Pushing the envelope a little bit. <laughs> and also, Karvok is really good.
1: Oh, he's so Such great. Such a I, great villain. Like I said, I'm kind of sad we don't get to go Would. deeper into his mind. Mm. But that's probably also healthy, not to go too deep in that.
0: <laughs> yeah. If you don't want to go, don't, don't go in there. No, I think we got just about enough of him yeah and again like i and i know i keep bringing this up about other sci-fi shows you know like it's a thing of star trek that does it where they'll do something like this but it will get resolved at the end of the episode yeah this does not get resolved at the end of no. the episode the I end of the episode two- is both Crichtons still throwing rock
1: paper scissors yes we have two Crichtons now I can safely say that this is not a two episode yeah, this,
0: thing. This is not going away. That, that's the other, no. actually, yeah, that's the other yeah. important thing. This is not part one of two. No, right? this it's is not. And yeah, if it, if it was, then we would be expecting like, okay, then this, they'll this resolve it. it in part two. But no, yeah. no, no, no. This is standalone episode. This is a wrinkle that sticks. Mm. And God, I, and I love that because it's like, yes, it's not just a throwaway plot. It actually has implications. And I, I, I'm kind of excited because
1: this is going to be a lot of fun. This is one of those things like no series has ever really done this before.
0: Exactly, and that's why what can you get up to with this? Mm-hmm, that's why I gave it the 5 out of 5. And it's interesting because this is an episode that doesn't involve the main plot apart like it's uh there is not a whole ton of character development, really.
1: A lot of character moments. Well lot of
0: character moments. There's no real growth or anything, but just this, the the level of uh, polish on the script and the and what they actually do with it is such that it is like a really really good episode. Mm-hmm. Equally, I can understand that it would. This is the kind of episode that will not be for everybody. Nope. <laughs> because of how dark and grim and creepy and horror it is. It's totally my jam, but I yeah. understand
1: it's not everybody's jam
0: same here um so yeah wow and i think you know so far we've been on a run of pretty decent episodes in um season three
1: i'm glad season three isn't kicking off as season two did
0: no it's and better it's better let's be honest here (laughs) definitely is so and yeah that was episode 50 of uh the podcast and of the series and oh, one-year well, anniversary yeah. congratulations say and yes congratulations to you as well and Thank you. what an episode to do for <laughs> one year on yeah, yeah actually it's in it's a good thing because this is like a there's a big change here there's like yes. something pivotal and also also it makes
1: sense i mean we're going into year two and now we uh-huh. have two cry uh, uh-huh. uh-huh.
0: so if mm, i'm
1: just glad the series this the series doesn't it isn't that long that we have to go to three years We're doing this? Free. Otherwise, we'd have three Crichtons.
0: Well, we've already had three Crichtons. We, that oh, already yeah, that happened. I mean, you could stretch it by just
1: rewatching that episode just as long until we get year three.
0: I don't think no, <laughs> no, no. And so, yeah, uh, thank you actually to everyone who has uh, been listening this whole time. Uh, I remember when we started out, I was putting it up on YouTube because I didn't have a proper place to put them. Uh, which is why, if you look on the, on the website, the dates will not quite match up. But trust yeah. us, it's a year since we started recording. We've and gone doing this. through the YouTube we did the, archive. Like, oh, we did that, the maths. We did the yes. maths. I still don't get how, where two weeks <laughs> went. I don't worry
1: about it. I've uh, had four weeks of break, 50 episodes, that's 54 weeks. That but we, but we tech- record two weeks in advance. I know, but that still doesn't make... Do you know what I mean? Because those two weeks are included. We those two weeks, weeks are
0: included. Didn't we record like four episodes before we started? Yeah, that that that, that might actually you have You know what? Been- we, we've cracked it! We cracked the case! Woo-hoo! We did it! <laughs> but thank seriously, you. thank you everyone for who's been tuning in uh, so far. It's been a ton of fun, and I'm glad so many people are enjoying it. We've had a lot of uh, very nice feedback from uh, yeah. listeners, and thank you to everyone on Patreon who made this possible in the first place. This was one of the goals of like some extra content. Um, that is, of course, Patreon.com/slash hats. If you do want to support this podcast and other projects, and we will be looking forward to the next year or so of uh, yeah. Farscape, because we're, we're slightly. No, we're slightly over halfway there. Although, depending on how we do Peacekeeper Wars, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I think we can do it in less than a year. <laughs> all right, you're on. <laughs> That's still a lot of time. Yeah, so it. we've still got plenty of Farscape to go, and we hope you will join us for the rest of it. And uh, Yes. Yeah, thank you all for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll be back next week with the uh, episode called Thanks for Sharing. Okay. Um, and... The synopsis is basically the crew of Moya must deal with having two Crichtons and the slowly recuperating Kreis and Talon and a political situation of a nearby planet. I'm just starting to realize how weird that must
1: be for the crew, because one, John could be annoying for them. Two, is going to be hell.
0: <laughs> well, imagine what it's going to do to Aaron. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's like... Oh, oh, double I, the fun. <laughs> maybe. It's another way to look at it. We shall see next week. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back then. Uh, thanks for tuning in for this week. Until then, have a good week. You can find us around the web at Twitter, at Cartware Hats and at Vidalcan in Tree. Yep. Go to Carwahats.co.uk for previous episodes. And you can also find links to iTunes, where you can also find this podcast. And uh, like, comment, subscribe, all one word. And... <laughs> <laughs> yes, if you could leave a review for the
1: show, that'd be great. That's be it. honest. Just be honest. It doesn't I'm still have to not be used to doing it. Okay, five <laughs> stars. Just, like, yeah, no.
0: <laughs> still, not used I, to I have slightly
1: less shame than
0: you do. <laughs> you heard it here first. You can't. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. I'm not taking that out. <laughs> all right. And uh, actually, you know what? And thank you, Red, for doing this with me so far. This has been. A ton of fun, and uh, yeah, thank you very much for having me. It's been a lot yeah. of fun. And we'll be back and next week for more.
1: We will also for somebody oh, who's yes. listening to this
0: on the day of yeah the if, weeks. If you get this on the Wednesday when it comes out tomorrow at around seven seven thirty uh, British Summer Time uh, GMT plus one, I will be doing a stream on my Twitch channel, Twitch TV slash Can't Wear Hats. We uh, told you about this last week. Just a reminder for those of you listening to it, like as soon as it comes out, but we'll be streaming the Farscape PC game. Yes. And I (laughs) will As a celebration.
1: I will be joining in over Skype to also give commentary.
0: Yeah. And uh, yeah, so come hang out in the chat and- uh, Ask questions. Yeah. And we'll just- more than enough time for that. Yeah. So yeah, we hope to see you then and we'll be back next week, like I said. So until then, uh, thanks for listening and we'll see you then. Goodbye. Goodbye. All right. One year anniversary. We said we were going to do gifts. Let's. Yes. Okay. Okay. Be first. Be first. Okay. Okay. I got you this Ooh. because, you know, you
1: have to do so much anything. I thought this would help. Um. Okay. Um. Oh. <laughs>
0: it's another you. Hi. Editing. Hello. Oh, oh, good. Oh, God. Ah. Uh, hmm. Yes. That will come in handy. <laughs> oh. Um. I got you this, um, bottle of wine. Um. Oh. How um, thoughtful of you. Um, Hang on a minute. Where did you get the DNA for this clone? Don't Don't worry worry about about it. it.